This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. All right, let me put it into perspective. We ran the last run, one up, 1.7 up. We finished that run two inches down. That's perspective for us. Hey, everybody, it's Junior, uh, post-race, Texas. We, um, we had a great car and uh, got a pretty good finish. And I think we had a op- definitely opportunity to win that race if things had worked out a little bit differently. But we uh, started the weekend out in practice on Friday. I don't think that I was comfortable really in either the Xfinity car or the Cup car. They were running okay lap times, but I don't I don't think that I saw the potential that we had in the, both of those cars on Friday. We made a lot of adjustments Friday night and uh went into qualifying and did pretty decent in qualifying for for what we've been doing in the past i thought we improved on the cup side and the xfinity qualifying was you know pretty much run of the mill but um our cars handled good drove good in both qualifying sessions for both series and we got a relatively decent starting spot um when we went into race trim for both cars again uh i you know felt like we were okay we had a particular run in the in the cup car that i liked a lot but that was on scuff tires and when you put on stickers the car balance changes quite a bit so i didn't know how much to trust really um how that run felt and whether we should really go to that particular setup but anyhow we we did uh we did like what we saw in practice the race on Saturday, and made a lot of made a lot more changes overnight going forward uh, to prepare for the race. We ran the Xfinity race Friday night, had a lot of fun with that. Uh, those cars were blast to drive. I'd like to see what that series might be like if they went technically in the in the direction that we did with the the cup series with a lower downforce and uh, those cars don't have a whole lot of power at all they don't do, do very much on the straightaway but in the corner they they're pretty fun to drive at some of these tracks and i think a little less downforce would increase the challenge and make it even more fun for the drivers but the so we had a lot of fun in the goodies car and and had a good race with chase that was exciting to be able to race and battle back and forth like that I think the fans certainly enjoyed that from the reaction I saw online. And uh, so we had a good showing for goodies. Got a lot of good compliments about our effort. And that's always fun. We're going to run the next Xfinity race at Richmond for the Hellman's folks. For the cup race, the car started out a little tight. The Xfinity car started out a little tight too, so I wasn't surprised. Uh, We'd started to free the car up a little bit on the first couple of stops with wedge and air pressure and the track also started getting freer so we went a little bit too far on freeing the car up uh, midway through the race and and had to kind of put some wedge back in tighten the car up and get the rear grip back in it for them and uh, but overall we didn't make a ton of changes and go too crazy with adjustment adjustments on the car the xfinity car was so tight we took out about seven rounds of wedge which is incredible uh, incredible amount of wedge but in the cup car we didn't move a ton make too many adjustments. We had a left rear wheel that was being real stubborn. Uh, I don't think it was any fault of the uh, the, the changer, 
I think we had a stud or something messed up on the left rear so it would kind of work its way loose over the run time and time again. So we had to pit early. I was getting a little worried because it was shaking pretty bad this one run and we had to pit maybe about five, ten laps early, which isn't too incredible there uh, because you're, you know, you can come out and on new tires and make up a lot of time and you can force everyone else to pit road by making their pit stop. But as soon as we pit, a car got into the fence. Josh Wise got into the wall in turn three with an issue on his car, so the caution came out. And luckily, just by circumstances, we were the lucky dog. So that was a big deal. We would have taken the wave around and still got our lap. Uh, but um, being able to take the lucky dog allowed us to come to pit road if we wanted to, to top off or whatever, change tires, which we did. So that hurt us a lot because we were running in the top three all night and the 19 had trouble and the 78 had his issues with the older tires at the end and i think that we would have been in the 18th 18 cars position where kyle bush was lined up on that last restart if things had worked out a little bit better a little bit differently for us there so we had to work our way back from 14th or 16th um with 100 laps to go we got back into the top 10 and just kept you know passing guys a lot of great passing throughout the field. I know we're not seeing a lot of passes for the lead, but that was only because the 78 car was so dominant. And you can't, there, there ain't nothing you can do to really change it, you know, change that situation in a race. If a car is dominant, he's going to get that lead and get in clean air, he's going to go. So you're not, I don't know how you force lead changes into the sport, but. You kind of got to accept it for what it is. There's a lot of passing throughout the field, and it was a very exciting race for me, racing in and around the top 10 all night. Uh, a lot of passing, a lot of sliding around, dirt tracking, real challenge to drive the cars. We ended up working our way back all the way to the second, and that was it. We didn't have anything for Kyle at the end of the race. I don't know if we'd have restarted on new tires, how that would have worked out. We'd have needed a long run, I think, to to, to beat him. Um, he was very good on new tires. Pro we probably would have been equal uh, and maybe been able to keep him within a, uh, you know, a second or half a second for 20 or 25 laps, but we need that long run and no cautions for his car to sort of go away and the and, and our car was so good, I felt like that we would have outran anybody except the 78 on a 50 or 60 lap run. So that's what I needed to happen, uh, and it didn't work out that way. And uh, that's that's all right. So we'll, we're pretty happy with the finish. I think um, we're excited about how the cars are and how good the cars are. Greg's doing an awesome job, the whole team. They're putting some great cars on the racetrack, so looking forward to the next several weeks. We uh, had that sandwich tweet go viral. It was crazy because I was just hanging out at a, we have a Hellman's photo shoot once or twice a year, and I'm standing around there in between taking pictures and videos, just bored, trying to kill five minutes. And they have this sandwich that we've ate all our lives that I talk about and have talked about on social media before. Um, it's a banana sandwich and you put a little bit of mayo on it and it's it's pretty easy and pretty good so I took it they always have this thing and and at all the photo shoots and have me sort of do this video of making the sandwich and talking about it and it was just sitting there and I just took a picture of it said I'm making my favorite sandwich and that thing went crazy
But anyhow, after that, we, uh, after that went viral, we uh, decided to try to take advantage of that attention and raise some money for Blessings in a Backpack, which is a, comp- is, is a, a national non-profit, or- nonprofit organization we've worked with for a long time at the Dale Jr. Foundation. So we saw it as a great opportunity to sort of try to raise more money than we have in the past, and that's working. So I pledged 50000 um, I challenge the fans and our supporters and people online to donate an additional 50 and Hellman stepped up to the plate for 50 So as of today, the fans have raised around $35,000, dollars $37,000. So that's going to be almost $150,000. We still have a week and a half uh, before the, the donation opportunity closes for the fans. We're going to keep it open until... We raced the Hellman's car at Richmond in two weeks. So that's pretty exciting. I'm glad that that worked out the way it did, and it was completely organic and spur of the moment. And we we made this video and everything for JRM 360 in a matter of 24 hours. So I'm very proud of Junior Motorsports and how they were able to accelerate that process and to get all that done so quickly so we could try to take advantage of this opportunity. Anyhow, that's about it. Thanks for tuning in to the download, and have a good week. We'll see you guys at the track. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode, General, Dega, McCoy, and Admiral frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. When it comes to expertise and perspective on the race, We will introduce people in the order of their expertise. First name Davis Williams, number number one. (laughs) Mike, last name Davis, number two. Taylor Zarzer, number three. I don't know. Two and three could be disputed there. I don't know. (laughs) It might be the other way around. (laughs) We have all been uh, burning the candle at both ends. I'm very glad to be back in North Carolina. How was your trip? You went to Augusta, Georgia? Had a little golf tournament going on down there. I love the Masters. I really do. As much as anything. Anything I get to do, uh, I love that place. I love getting to go there each year, Mike. But it's just not natural to cover a sporting event for eight days. And I do it six times a year in golf. Uh, That's a long-ass time. Did you eat any pimento cheese sandwiches? I did, and I have to tell you, they they have not confirmed this, but I'm certain of it. They changed the recipe a few years ago. No, they Davis, did. It, they did you, confirm it. Oh, they have. Yeah, yeah. Wright Thompson wrote a monster story all about the fact that they changed the pimento cheese. Okay, Davis, really? Did yeah. You, have you had the before and after? Let's see. I was the last time I was there was 2014. And I got one then. I mean, then before that, I hadn't been since '98. So yeah. I, they, I don't like the changes. I am absolutely an egg salad homer now. Do you think that they could get away with selling the Martinsville hot dog in Augusta National? Absolutely, they could. Yeah, you, absolutely, they could. I mean, <laughs> Just don't selling. tell Dad Ed that they're doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Dad owes Mister, you know, snooty. Uh, yeah, Texas. Texas, uh, everything's, Texas everything's better in Texas. I, I gotta tell you, his, <laughs> his sloppy yellow's tweeting was very entertaining. He was uh, from uh, Texas Motor Speedway. When you're so removed from the rest of the world, like I was last week, it was really nice to have that. Uh, free-flowing broadcast, play-by-play of what was happening in the infield. That is the man. It was great to have him in studio last week. Uh, All right, let's go line through line.
I'm sick and tired of Kyle Busch. Man, you know what? I mean, everybody gave me a hard time last year about whether or not he should have been – you know, I, I was all fired up about whether he should be eligible for the chase because he missed the first 11 races due to a terrible injury. Uh, and then he goes on to win the championship in 25 races instead of 36. And it still feels weird. He, he certainly earned it, uh, but it still feels weird. And, and now he's won the last couple of races, and I'm getting sick and tired of him. He's not personal personality-wise, he's not nearly as hateable as he once was. You know, he's settled down, he's married, he's a father, and he's actually doing a good job at yeah. those things. Signing autographs is, out the car window. Yeah, I mean, I mean like know. he's doing these likable things. Yeah. I don't sucks. know. How, <laughs> God, it's amazing the impact women have, man. <laughs> I mean, Samantha Bush is clearly a very good person and has made a great impact on Kyle. It doesn't mean I like him. You know, I, I, I certainly don't like watching him win, and I'm getting sick and freaking tired of this crap. You know what's annoying about it? I can now recite his victory lane speeches, uh, his victory lane interview. I, can, I already know what he's going to say. Yeah. This is how they go. You ready? He didn't like his car early in the race. His crew chief really had to work for this one. You could, By the way, this is Cup or Xfinity Series. These both apply. Then he's going to thank his sponsors, and he's going to take a drink out of that big thermos that he's got that's got his sponsor logo <laughs> yeah, on it yeah, with that yeah. clear straw. Yep. And it's like it's the same thing every time now. Yeah, and and when, when the victory lane, when the emotion gets zapped out of victory lane, or like better, here's a better example. When the when the crew, you know, the, the one of the best thing, you know, the NASCAR shot is when the crew jumps off the wall after their team has won, and you've got this big celebration. I don't even sense that they're that happy anymore. I think it's just expected. To be expected, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that that's that's unfortunate. Like uh, like I whether you like or don't like Kyle Busch, I'm saying when that emotion kind of gets sterile and it's just like you know, and now I can tell you what he's going to say. Listen. His crew chief did not have to work that daggum hard to win that race. I will never buy that logic. There are three or four guys. <laughs> there are three or four guys in recent memory, Jimmy at the top of the list, who they don't. Their celebrations become pretty scripted because they're so used to it. Keselowski, uh, to a degree, was on that list for a little while. Won a bunch of races. But at least he's waving the flag out there, and there's yeah. something unique. Harvick, very scripted, and and definitely Kyle Busch, very scripted. Um, my one I, – I, first of all, I don't know that you mean script. I know what you mean. It's not scripted. Their, their stuff's not scripted. It's just routine. Routine, yeah. 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 I, I'm not firing on any cylinders, so I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody today. I mean, we're, we're definitely down a cylinder, and I need, to, <laughs> I need to park it in the garage, but we'll get through it. I'm not on – I stay down a cylinder, so I'm it's not, all normal. I'm not on any sleep. But, um, yeah, I, Kyle Busch winning all these races is frustrating. I'll say this, though. It's early in the season. I mean, Kevin Harvick, the beginning of 2015, was in his own was like in his own sport, you know. And it was everybody was fighting for second there early in the season, and then he couldn't win to save his life. So my hope is that Kyle Busch, once we get to the chase, will not be able to win to save his life. We have seen Kyle Busch dominate in the winter slash spring before, and not be great once the chase started. And that's my hope this time around. Okay. I wish him the all record. the I wish him all the personal success in the world <laughs> with his family and his wife, and I hope he never wins a race again. Boy, I tell you what, uh, you know, being that we run an Xfinity Series team, and as last week goes four God. on the track, it is frustrating. I don't want to ever ever watch him race an Xfinity car again. I'm serious. It's terrible for it. 
It really is. He's would, would you disagree with that? Kyle Busch getting into an Xfinity car is terrible for that race. And I listen, I, I it's hard to ban someone for being good. Right. You can't do that. But yeah. would you disagree with that? People, I no, trust me, I don't disagree with it. But I'm saying that that was the case even before Toyota hit something. Now Toyotas are, uh, you know, let's, look who's finishing second every week, Eric Jones. First name Davis might not be the best person to ask because he has a lot of Alabama blood in him. He went to South Carolina, but he does have a place in his heart for the Crimson Tide. But you can understand what I'm about to say here. People absolutely don't want Alabama to win in football anymore. Absolutely. They're sick and tired of them. Uh, I think same thing is going on with Kyle Busch right now in NASCAR. I think it's very similar. Please, somebody knock this guy off the block. That's an interesting analogy. Uh, I, and, um, you know, I don't think I, my opinion on the Alabama part really that's matters why, that's because I'm biased. Ask, that's right. why I didn't ask you. But, uh, but I could tell you, man, it's just, listen, I go back to the – if I can tell you what you're going to say in victory lane, somebody else needs to win these races. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, well, And it was almost Dale Jr. Yeah, it was. Finishing second on uh, Saturday night, and I was pretty pumped. I was pretty pumped about the way that it finished because Truex was the class of the field mm-hmm. and absolutely, I think, had a, and Junior said it, had a better car than the 88 did. I, I felt, you know, Junior said second or third car, place car. I, I felt like a top five car is is what they had on on Saturday. And at some at somewhere during the midpoint of that race, which felt like 3.30 in the morning, by the Gosh. way, it was, um, it was I'm, long. I'm just saying the midway point felt like 3.30. Yeah. Uh, I felt like they had a top five car. They raced in the top five for most of the night. So that that, that was it. I didn't when feel the, like they had a winning car. I felt like they had a top five I'll car. I'll put it this way. The, the big unfortunate part of that race was when Dale Jr.'s in third place. He goes and he pits for what was like their second or third green flag pit stop. There was a lot of green flag pit stops uh, on that night. But – he, and then, of course, the wreck happens. And it's like, oh, of course, I'm familiar with this. The part where an untimely caution comes out and catches us a lap down. Oh, hot dog. This is wonderful. Um, fortunately, we were the lucky dog. Now, I say fortunately because then we get to start in the back. And so um, it was still early enough in the race that where Dale Jr. can race his way back up. And he did, but I was just that was unfortunate. And uh, it felt like, well, let me ask you, Taylor. We qualified 16th. Mm-hmm. We raced up to the top five pretty easily. I felt like we just went and qualified again <laughs> when when we got caught a lock, lap down yeah. and had to start in the back. It felt like the race was starting over again, and we're back into our normal qualifying position. But thankfully, he raced up there and needed some pit strategy there at the end to do it. It's uh, like it, he needs a challenge every week, like it, or not just every week, but a couple times per race. I will pass the most cars by – 100. And why is that? Because this team will never do it the easy way, God. even when it's Lady Luck. I'm telling you, there's going to be something happen in this race that this team's going to have to work for it. He has a hell of a lot of fun because he gets to pass a tremendous amount of cars. He loves the new package, which I do too, by the way. Sure. Um, it I I appreciate the passing that it demands and that it brings about um, so far in 2016, especially with the 88. Clearly, this team has done a very good job of understanding the new rules package with all the lower downforce. But um, I don't know about you, man. Like, I'm looking through this. First name Davis does a phenomenal job of detailing each race. And I I feel like I should read it all because of all the hard work he's put into it. But I wish there was a week that Dale Jr. didn't pass one car and won the race, by the way. I don't – really, I want him to qualify on the pole and I want him to – Hold the lead for every freaking lap one week instead of passing hundreds 
of cars. Well, maybe he can lap a hundreds of cars then. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not counting those. No, uh, n- pass no leaders don't. on the lead. No pat. No pass. No one on the lead lap. You just don't want to have to sweat for and win. Right. Well, I mean, every week it's this. You want the abs. You just don't want to do the sit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. Qualifying 16th is definitely an improvement, uh, but still, in the same respect, it's. I, I still would like to see a little bit better than that. But um, you, you talked about the loose wheel and and yeah. some of the issues that this team faced. I was very impressed. With the pit, with the pit crew on uh, Saturday night. Hey, listen, they gain. If they didn't maintain, they were gaining. In the first pit stop, they gained four spots. As a matter of fact, I thought there were a few uh, comedians on Twitter that were like, "Wait, wait, what is this? Why, they're not familiar with this gaining four spots on pit road." Yeah, every time you saw the screen on Fox, it was plus two or plus right. three or and, plus and that, four. That was nice, which meant. Of course we were going to get caught a lap down because of a caution yeah. because our pit crew was on time. And, and I don't know about the loose wheel. The loose wheel came at the end of a run. Junior had not even mentioned that, Davis. Do, do you remember him even saying anything about it before that? Because he was like, I got to come in. And we were a few laps or if not on the t- on schedule to make a fly, uh, yeah, so flag pit stop anyways. He, he said he felt something, and Greg had him just waited out until he – said he had enough to run. Okay. So they okay. had him run until, like, the window where a green flag pit stop would have been okay, and then Greg gave his report so back. we dodged a bullet there, and he got on pit road, and, um, you know, there wasn't any more loose wheels. Greg said that they had not hit all the lugs on that one, and that was the problem. And uh, No so cut, though. No cuts. And on so, the first uh, one, at least. You know, it it was a really good race for the 88, to be honest with you. And to come in and finish second, I, I would have loved a chance at Kyle Busch. Because I think well we would have been on the outside row. This is the race where inside row seemed to be better. Junior caught a lot of those inside rows, and by because of it, he passed a lot of cars on restarts. First name Davis. Please give me your breakdown of Texas. I fall through a lot of adversity, but as y'all said, that hat seems to happen every week with this week. I think you can make it look easy and not win a race, which Dale seems to do a whole heck of a lot with all his passing of his cars. Like, Kyle makes it look easy by winning, but Dale makes it look easy by going mowing down the field whenever he gets an opportunity to. But I think, I mean, it's a good job. I mean, I wish there was more threat to the leaders. I feel like the leader was never really threatened at a lot of points in the night, and Kyle had, what, a five-second lead, I think, yeah, when the checkered yeah. flag waved. That, that, um, is, that is one thing that was a real bummer, is the, the lack of drama – at the front, I'm keep. I'm going to make a bunch more golf analogies. I'm going to turn into Roy Williams, the North Carolina coach who does it in every single sentence. Uh, but there was no drama in the Masters through 363 holes. Then we had the craziest amount of drama ever. But that was the one thing that everybody was frustrated by is that there was no threat of the lead being lost, and it stayed that way, unlike the Masters. Um, and I do think that it would have been fun to see somebody – threaten the leader especially Kyle there at the end yeah you know what you've mentioned you stated for the record what you think about Kyle I've stated for the record what I think about Kyle I think first name Davis needs to go ahead and just yeah. tell us what Come he thinks on about Kyle nicest man in the world over here that's Let's right go. I've never heard Davis Williams say a negative thing about anybody most of my time and energy is spent with the Xfinity series as you know so it's kind of a bummer to see him in that every week um, <laughs> I would really like Jerem to get some wins they might as well just rename it the Bush Series again. Again. Um, it actually makes me think of the whole uproar about the UConn women's basketball team and are they bad for women's sports. I don't necessarily believe that in that case, but I kind of do think Kyle is um, not letting the Xfinity Series be what 
it's promoted to be. And that right there is the equivalent of Davis Williams saying, screw Kyle Busch. That's, because that's as, as close as it comes. That's as close as it comes to, with this guy. If you get a few cold ones in this guy, he will say all kinds of things about the Clemson, is that right? about the Clemson Tigers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But – that's about as far as it goes. Maybe we just need a Dale Jr. download one week, just one week, the week where we, you know, wrecked yeah. early and finished 40th, just to have Davis Williams on his sixth beer and see what happens. I, I'm t- it, I've seen it, and it's terrific. I wish we could see more of it. Uh, Sean Watson is a great human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that we're going to talk a little bit uh, it, about the points in just a second, where things stand on the year, and then we'll get to uh, Reaction Theater. I just want to state this for the record. I know you're going to talk about the the plan coming up in in White Flag. There are two races in NASCAR that I'd want Dale Jr. to win desperately. Now, I know yours is the Glen at Watkins Glen. That's the one. I can't even look at you without laughing about that. Um, Charlotte, Charlotte Motor Speedway, I really, really want him to win here. Uh, I'm with you on that. At Charlotte Motor Speedway. And the other is where they're going this weekend. Because I, I love Thunder Valley. Yeah. And I really, really want him to win at Bristol. Okay. I'm going to add Indy to that list because I would love to see him win Indy. That'd be cool. Even before – he's won Bristol before. Yeah, I know, but it was a while ago. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. It was a long while ago. <laughs> 2004. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah. So, I, I want to see him win. The, it, this is a new Dale Jr., you know. So, That's this right. is the new and improved Dale Jr., there will never be a case where Dale Jr. is going to turn away an interview. He is very classy. He really, and, and really let me tell you something. I felt like when, in 2009 and 2010, we had every reason. If it was going to happen, it would have happened then. We weren't finishing second and fifth and third, uh, in, you know, in, in the top 28th. ten. We were finishing. It was demoralizing. Yeah. And you know what? It was so demoralizing, that became the story that Dale Jr. is in the pit of his career, and he may never get it back. And, therefore, we had media at the truck every race and Jeff Gluck and Bob Pockrass and Jim Mudder and those guys they tell you listen I'm just gonna be honest these th- this these stories are killing it on the internet and clicks is every you know that's everything and so we're going to continue even it does not matter where he finishes we will always be here at the end of the race to get his feedback Junior never turned it away one time yeah Marty and I'm tell you something he was and, and it was bad it was bad how how demoralized he was, and he never turned it away. Outside of Dale Jr. winning, which would be the most enjoyable thing that could happen in Bristol, I have seen the second most enjoyable thing happen at Bristol Motor Speedway, and that is Kyle Busch in the fence. I've also seen the most hated thing that's happened, and that's when Busch put Kislowski into the fence in a nationwide race, Xfinity race, and then the next day he comes out there, Kyle Busch, double me. Oh, you guys are so loving when he does the little announcement thing. He goes, I'll see you in victory lane. And then he goes and wins. And I, you, you, oh, know, you know what we've been missing for quite a while now? We had it, and it's not been a while, around a while. A Kurt Busch versus Kyle Busch fight. That would be fun. Those were fun. Yeah. That, that, I love that period of NASCAR. <laughs> let me And let me just say this. Uh, Dale Jr. is six in the points. It's pretty strong. I mean, he's had a couple of top five finishes. Uh, so far this year, uh, finishing second, second runner-up finish of the year, third top five of the year, and I think the wins are about to come. I really do. I'm not – I know I'm not allowed to make predictions on the show. No, you're not. And I'm not going to. Uh, by the way, Sloppy Yellow did make a prediction. He said, I've gone the last couple races. I'm not going to this one. He's yeah. never seen G- Junior win in person, so he's predicting that Junior will win in Bristol because he won't be there. I, Regardless if it's Bristol or not, I do think a win is coming real That's, soon. I, I do, too, so much so that I don't even think that's a ballsy prediction. I want to know, when are, the, when are you going to predict a poll? 
It's not going to be in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, Talladega. Super, super <laughs> Talladega is coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, so maybe there. Golly, man, if you have never been to Bristol Motor Speedway and you can hear my voice right now, I do. I love the people at Bristol that are part of uh, the crew there that's selling tickets, et cetera. They're all great people. But aside from that, they didn't ask me to say this. Go to the race this weekend. It Dude, go to the Xfinity race. There's will, heat races. That do, it will not let you down. I'm telling you. It is I, – I cannot wait to broadcast the Virginia Tech-Tennessee game. I am. I'm broadcasting the Virgin, Virginia Tech-Tennessee game for the Performance Racing Network. They have the rights to the game, and Gino Toretta and I are doing the national radio broadcast of Virginia Tech and Tennessee. True story. I cannot wait for that because I love that Coliseum. I, it is my favorite place. I mean this. It's my favorite place to consume a sporting event in this country. It is. The, the racing, you could argue how good it is today compared to what it was 10, 15 years ago. But it is my favorite place. Shout out to the Red uh, Barn camp Campground right outside and the amazing memories we've made in that campground. But um, I'm telling you to go this weekend. It, you'll have a hell of a time. And uh, it is like you want to talk about Junior Nation. I mean, you, you want to talk about a home team football game atmosphere. You will feel it. If you are a part of Junior Nation, you need to go to Bristol this weekend. And did I not see where Peyton Manning would we'll be, be there? He's going to be there. Yeah, Dale with Dale. Box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, old Marty Smith uh, called me and said, hey, man, I'm going to talk to Peyton Manning on Sunday. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, that, looking forward so to So Marty's that. coming back to cover NASCAR. He, he is allowed to be there for a little while, yes. Good heavens. On Sunday. I did see where somebody tweeted at him and said that they feel like he's betrayed NASCAR and he, he sort of bowed up a little bit. Well, I mean, for whatever it's worth, it was not his fault that the rights went to another network. But don't be rational about this <laughs> yeah. argument, Taylor. That's yeah. no, there's no place for that. Was that as good? As, that's as good a sales job as I can do for Bristol, by the way. That's pretty good. I, but you're dead to me because I didn't even. I had to find out on this podcast that you're calling the freaking Tennessee Virginia Tech game. You want to go? Yeah, I want to go. Okay, I'd love to go. That's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be a spectacle. It is. Yeah, it's gonna be, be a spectacle. Cool. This weekend will be great too. So I hope you're there for that. And then the August night race is probably my favorite sporting event to see in person in this country. So I hope you go and support those guys. BristolMotorSpeedway.com. Go buy tickets. I'm telling you, man, you'll have a blast. And it's not going to destroy your wallet either. Fun, fun weekend there. So there you go. Radio Chatter Replay presented by Nationwide. We say it every week, but this week Nationwide is releasing something very special on their social channels. Be sure to follow Nationwide88 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram this week as Nationwide will release their throwback paint scheme for the Southern 500 at Darlington. Dale hinted at the scheme a couple of months ago, and we promise you will not be disappointed. The scheme and announcement will not only honor NASCAR's past, but also Nationwide's history as they are celebrating their 90th anniversary this week. Again, follow Nationwide 88 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Here we go. Only place that I'm concerned about is this back stretch up against the wall, all the way down the back, and the same thing on the front stretch. The, the outside line on both straightaways seems damp. And yeah, ten four definitely seems to be like wet spots, like the like that's just seeping up out of the track. Ten four. They're talking about it might be a shadow against the back stretch wall, but it's going to look just like the front stretch, if you ask me. 
kind of look the same. I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about inside the shadow. I'm talking about all the way across the entire lane. Yeah, that's for just like the front stretch. Yeah, it's just a little damp spot in that. Something just takes a while because it's so cold. And I don't do it in the corners for some reason. We're sitting fine in the corners here. Door, offer clear by one, clear by one, clear off the corner. P2 right there, 5.7 behind the leader, P2. Car's up 1.7, I got a little shake. I don't know if I chunked the tire or, or what. We had, uh, we needed one more on that left rear. Thank you. Other than that, the tires as far as uh, chunking and everything look good. Yeah, we were about to lose it, it was real bad. Anybody running the top? Give me some information about the top. Is anybody running the top? Nobody competitors running the top. The same cars that are running the top, the last one that you passed, the 46, the guy struggling, the 47, guys like that. Yeah, buddy, just the lap cars. We're going to do a little air pressure here. That's it. And, I mean, we're pretty free. You see the dri driving there, don't you? Yeah. That times look good, but we can put that half back in the left rear. Half round back in the left rear. All right, let me put it into perspective once we get my pit road here. We ran the last run 1.7 up. We finished that run two inches down. That's, a, that's perspective for us. All right, that wheel. I'm ready to get whenever we get close. That's all. We've got about 13. That last one, we're close to this coming off. If it feels as bad as the last one did, you know, we can pit here within five. Well, I'm ready. Whenever, let me know. It's bad. This time. All the way to the cone right here. Caution's out. Caution's out. One of the wall in three. Keep hustling around until they tell us to stop. We're the lucky dog. We are? Yes, we are the lucky dog. The left rear, left rear had a little shake to it and also had a cut in the right rear tire. Check your flight, buddy. Peace you. Good job today, buddy. Make sure you get your uh, fans off, your right side brake lever back. Get the pit road how you need to. Good job today. Team, good work. Nice car, Greg. Guys. Man, y'all did a hell of a job this weekend. Again? Should have won. There you go, that. That's a good recovery, though, man. Good job. And again, that's Radio Chatter Replay, presented by Nationwide. Entertaining listen this week mm -hmm. with some of the back and forth between Junior Ives and Travis James. It's time now for Reaction Theater. When we're disappointed in a second-place finish, I think we're doing really good. Dale Jr. had a hell of a night. It was a great race, great interview at the end. Glad to see him so disappointed in just a second-place finish. We know you're working hard, buddy. Just wondering if TJ can see Datto running out in the infield after the race. Peace out. Mike Davis, you suck. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Uh, what happened with all that? I didn't hear any. I, that's one thing I did not hear. They actually uh, yelled Mike Davis sucks on uh, on the Xfinity race Friday night, and Junior absolutely gave him a big fist pump. So $500 into the uh, – Oh, did they really? The Dale Junior bank account. Yeah, okay. I was trying – of course, this is – I didn't hear anything on the radio listen, chatter. Listen, no, because TJ didn't do that. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, I got you. Yeah, TJ, of course, was all talk, no, you know, no action. Mm. But – Datto did do that. Now, this is so funny because Datto is a very intelligent, like, common-sense human being, except when it comes to, I think, technology. They 
thought they were videoing it because they periscoped it. Well, what do we know about periscope? They goes, go away. Goes they go away after 24 it. hours. Yeah. So he actually has no documented proof of the Mike Davis sucks. I did see it on his periscope. It was hilarious. He had he had about 20 people up on top of his bus, and they all yelled it, and Junior gave him a big fist pump <laughs> as he was driving by. And so that's $500 to the, to the Dell fantastic. Junior Foundation. But, uh, that is fantastic. But, uh, yeah, so that was good. I, t I, do, you know, I texted uh, Datto and said, hey, give us the audio file of it or the video file. And he says, yeah, right away, I'm going to do that. And he goes, um, so, yeah, about that. Apparently, Periscope like, doesn't away. keep the video. And I'm like, oh. Uh, well, we've made progress. We'll keep it going. we got to get this on radio. we got to get this in the radio chatter, though. <laughs> Who's next? could that be about? Uh, at one point in the race, Dale goes, TJ, speak up. You're mumbling. Okay, there <laughs> yeah. you go. I, I, I didn't see. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> and now I know. Tim Brock. And old Timmy's yeah. going to yeah. yeah. it, it, It's not going to slide past Tim Brock. <laughs> I love it. That's, that's terrific. Speak up, Travis James. What you doing, man? <laughs> Who's next? Tell him after 1 o'clock in the morning. i got to keep this a little bit quiet. But Hell yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Hallelujah. To win a race, though it's time. Oh my God, I'm so ready for it. I'm so sick and f***ing tired of seeing that Kyle Busch guy in victory lane. All right, Junior, it's time, man. Hell of a recovery, hell of a good race. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah. I love it. Oh, you gotta be quiet. The whole, the whole house is asleep. That was a muffled hell yeah. I don't know if I'm. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I love it. I love <laughs> it. I know exactly what that feels like. Who's next? Hey, y'all. Uh, it's Levi from Montana. It's just after 1130 here, which means it's 130 Eastern time, late night. But uh, super pumped. Dale just finished second. You know, I I, I watched his, his uh, interview after the race, and I, I hate that he's bummed. You know, I, I, we want that win, but I'm so proud of him. He's racing great. Um, he's got speed in the car. I'm telling you, this new rules package has me feeling like 2004 when he got those six wins. I'm really proud of you, Dale. Go get him next week. At Bristol, Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Um, he mentioned he called in from Montana. Shout and out, Montana. That's the only reason why I include that. That's a uh, pretty good call. No, I appreciate it. Well, yeah. it made me think of something to say. Um, one of the greatest musicians of all time once said, turn me loose, set me free, somewhere in the middle of Montana. And that was Merle Haggard that said that. And may he rest in peace. I was going to say, Stephen Steffen isn't from Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Merle Haggard is. Or not. He's from Oklahoma, but he sang about Montana. And um, may he rest in peace. Age 79 last year, uh, last week. And um, died on his birthday last week. That's what do it. At uh, age 79. But um, wonderful man, wonderful life. And hey, big city, turn me loose and, and set me free. Who's next? <laughs> mm, what a great weekend. There I am. Friday night. Junior finishes second, and I can't even be excited because Kyle wins again. 
And now I got Jeff Gordon in the booth talking about how Kyle's changed. You not see what happened when he stormed off a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever the hell that was? Kyle's not changed. Kyle's just winning. I don't deny his talent. The guy can wheel a car. But I hate his f***ing gut. <laughs> Where was Sloppy Yellow? Sloppy Yellow could have driven out there, got us a caution. Dado letting us all down. Hell yeah. That, that would have been one of the top five moments in the history of the sport if Sloppy Yellow said enough. You know what? Prison's going to be worth it. I'm driving Sloppy Yellow on the track right now and bringing out a caution. Top five moments in the history of the sport, yes or no? Uh, top five moments for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that for us, for sure. Thoughts, first name Davis? Yes, that would have been incredible. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I thought this guy had an astute observation here, is that, you know, it's I, I get annoyed also when people talk about people changing when they're in the you know when they're on a on a run on a good streak yeah. and that's not when you find out if people change that's of course true. you're going to be be awesome when you're winning or when you're running well I mean it's when you when you're not is when you find out if a per, what a true person is right absolutely I yes no question that's when you find out character there's no doubt I I do think there's improvement that has been made personally for Kyle Busch regardless. And also what happens when you marry a hot girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm starting to think about my own situation here. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Who's next? All right, guys. I felt obligated to call. This is my first time doing it. So I'll be sure. Um, I'm kind of pissed off because my family told me not to stay up and watch the race because Kyle Bush is going to win. And, of course, they're right. I hate when they're right. Um, but it was well worth uh, staying up and watching Dale Jr. finish second. I, I can't see anybody else in, in the field working harder than they are. Um, let's get them at Bristol. Most likely we're going to win at Talladega. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Talladega definitely is um, one you've got uh, marked. Amelia coming back? No. No? No. I mean, I mean, Amelia will not be the primary for that race. Surely not. I think there's a possibility. Really? Dale addressed it on Twitter a few weeks ago. Oh, really? What did he say? I have to go back and look at the exact words, but he basically said it's a possibility that Amelia is back. They've been working on it. Yeah. He he did say she's not dead. Yeah. You know, that, that we might see her again. So. She may rise again. It's a she, miracle. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First, we got Bristol, Bristol and Richmond, which are two of my very favorite tracks uh, before that. So, I, you know, listen, absolutely I hope he wins Talladega, but I really want him to win one of these next two. I want him to win every week, but I really, really, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of these next two winning, I, I'd love short track racing. Man. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And, you know, to reclaim our old Richmond glory would be would be awesome. Bristol, we did win there. Richmond, we used to kind of own that place. Do you? Yeah, agree? I mean, yeah. Junior got a well, lot of wins there. And even and even lately, he's had rattled off a lot of top fives there. Yeah, but we used to go in there and think we were going to, you know, we were definitely the favorites when we go yeah. to Richmond. How about, uh, for history's sake, we spin out a certain guy just to, for retaliation purposes. Didn't we get him? I think we got him at Richmond, didn't we? We spun him out. Well, I, I, wanna, I have to go back. I, I mean, want to do it with five laps to go I have for the win. <laughs> this vague recollection of it, but I don't think it was with five laps to go. Who's next? Man, don't you hear has some great piss offs tonight. Crew did a great job. Kyle Bush sucks. That's about it. Hate yeah. watching that. Hole in. Good race, though. Keep it up. 
It's a pretty good perspective. There's a theme going on here. I, yeah. I've noticed there's this theme. You notice this, Davis? It's, it's continuing in these last two calls. Don't worry. Oh, right. I got you. Let's hear it. <laughs> That's all. That was it? <laughs> yeah, that was can, it. Can we play that again? Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh goodness. He had such a he had such twang in there, I wasn't even sure he was cussing. Right. You know, like right. Are you sure you had to bleep that? He I, de I definitely did. <laughs> definitely did. A strong F. <laughs> Last one. Uh-uh. Kyle. Wow. Cautions, poor Junior, every damn time he gets a good car and he's up there racing and the caution comes out. And then Kyle Bush, he passed him how many times during this race? <laughs> the only car that should have come in ahead of Junior was poor Martin Truex. I just can't stand this. Oh my gosh. Could, Davis, <laughs> you're amazing that you got all those in. It was very close work. I had to re-listen to it I know about that five last, different times. I know last week your work was scrutinized yeah. for, for missing one. Mm -hmm. um, you did a phenomenal job right there. That was impressive. There are sailors right now that don't cuss like that. That's pretty strong right That lady there. was fired up. I'm going to go to church after this is over with. I feel like it. I feel like we need to. <laughs> that call came in at 2.31 a.m. No. So. <laughs> what, what is it? She I'm actually calls back to apologize. No. And uh, says she was yeah, she had drinking too many beers and too much coffee. No, don't you change. Sounds like a sweet lady. Don't I, ever change. Well, if she was part of the butler captain ceremony, <laughs> would you like that? that? I, yes, I would have loved it. I, I don't want her to change, and <laughs> yeah. I want her to call back all the time. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. Paint Scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular dirty mode. General Dega McCoy and Admiral Frames get yours today at Spy Optic. Dot com. All right, it's time now to throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. All right, Taylor, first name, I want you all to hear me on this. There is a way for you to win $88,000. Me personally? You personally. Davis, you too. Now, I know Taylor don't need the money. Davis, I'm That's assuming that you could use it. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Davis does not have children and, that he knows okay. of. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. That's a I good have point. zero. When I was I when I was but, single, I didn't need any money, not any. What was right. what do I need money for? Well, listen, but if you were single, you'd still take eighty eight thousand dollars. Sure. Now that I'm married with children, I don't. There is not enough money in this world. Okay. I can promise you. Well, there is a way for you to win eighty eight thousand dollars, and what's more, it requires very little from you, dear listener, and just a little bit more from Dale Jr. For you, you got to follow Exalta Racing on Twitter before May thirteenth. That's at Exalta Racing. That's all you have to do. Your job is done. Then it's Dale Jr.'s turn. All he needs to do is win the Exalta 400 at Pocono on June 5th. Now, this isn't Watkins Glen, guys. He swept it two years ago. Pocono is a very doable thing. I mean, this isn't that hard. He swept it two years ago. He was singing Eric Church down the backstretch. That's remember. right. So, listen, if you follow Exalta Racing, he wins Pocono on June 5th. That's Exalta 400. Then his job is done. It's up to Lady Luck. Somebody's going to win $88,000. None of this though matters unless you go to Exalta, and or it, none of this matters unless Exalta gets to twenty thousand followers before May thirteenth. So do your part. Let's win someone a lot of money, and hopefully it's you. Okay, not you, Taylor, but you, the listener. It's unfair. I can't be. Able but to if you this. win it, I want you to remember who your friends are. Okay. All right. All right.
As of the taping of this download, we are up to $31,000 raised and change, actually. More than $31,000 raised by fans alone on Dale Jr.'s sandwich fundraiser for, for Blessings in a Backpack. This got thrown together last week because of a tweet, of all things. Dale Jr. tweets out a picture of his favorite sandwich, Hellman's Mayonnaise and Banana, and all of a sudden, we've raised more than $31,000. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to jrmracing.com or JRM's Facebook page. Watch last week's JRM360. Dale Jr. wants to take the notoriety from this banana and Hellman's Mayonnaise sandwich and redirect it to raising money for blessings in a backpack. He'll match whatever the fans raise up to $50,000. Hellman's also announced during qualifying on Friday they're going to contribute $50,000. That was huge. So you've got until April 23rd. That's the day that Dale Jr. runs the Hellman Chevrolet in the Xfinity Series race at Richmond. That's just a little less than two weeks from now to raise this money. Now go to DaleJrSandwich.com to donate. The new Dude Perfect show is premiering this coming Thursday, April 14th on CMT, and it will feature Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Chase Elliott. It's pretty cool that the producers decided to use the NASCAR show on their premiere night. There will be two episodes that air that night, 9 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Eastern. The NASCAR-themed episode will be at 9.30 p.m. This week, the Xfinity Series and Sprint Cup Series take to Bristol. Let's start with the Xfinity Series. They're giving us what they wanted. Good gosh almighty, heat races. Heat races. I cannot wait for this. The first race will be at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. The second race will start at approximately 1.10 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Then the feature will start at 1.45 p.m., and that will be 106.6 miles is a feature race. This will be incredible to That's watch. That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, and I hope there's more of this. I hope there's more Heck of this. Heck yeah, man. God, I love Bristol. Yes. Sunday's Cup race will start at 1 p.m. on Fox and Performance Racing Network. There's no heat races, but to Taylor's point, it is 500 laps at Bristol. It's not going to suck. No. It's, it's just gonna, not going to suck. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I, Thunder Valley, man, I love that. I love Bristol. Red Barn Campground, Mechanical Bulls, Cold Beer. The whole weekend. It's, it's America. It is America at its best. <laughs> All right. Good stuff uh, this week on White Flag and throughout the entire podcast. First name, Davis. I hope you have a great week. I hope you do, too. Mike Davis, <laughs> you suck. No, you suck, Taylor. <laughs> For Dale Jr., I'm Taylor Sarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, Dirty Mo Radio listeners, make sure you follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter because if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they'll partner with Pocono Raceway and give away $88,000 to one lucky winner if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta We Paint Winners 400. Go follow them at Exalta Racing. You'll be glad you did.